ear. We are live, and we are grateful, grateful to be here tonight. Hallelujah. Yes. God is good all the time, right? All the time. All God the time. Is God is good. good. God is good. Hallelujah. Just waiting for a few of you guys to come on in to the cafe so that we can have a candid conversation tonight. We want to talk about a few things. Um, how was you guys this week? Hopefully everybody had a blessed week. Um, how was your week, babe? You might have quiet over here all it of a sudden. It was good. It could have been better. <laughs> no complaints. Okay. But it could have been better. Okay. But I won't complain. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Hallelujah. we had a great week. I had a great week. You had a great week? I had a great yep. week. Yep, had a few Definitely. days off. Can't complain. Yeah, you had a few yeah. days off. You never normally have a few days off. He's oh, always yeah. working. Yep. And I so, still work, y'all. I worked around the house. Got some stuff cleaned up around the house. That he definitely did. Mm -hmm. Yes, he definitely, definitely did that. So, always working, like I said. <laughs> Sometimes you got to take advantage of the moment. Uh, yes. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> mm -hmm. I guess, yes. Okay. Well, we waiting for it. Tonight's going to be good, y'all. Tonight's going to be good. We're going to let go and let God. Let go. And let God yes. have his way. But, that, uh, that is... We need some input tonight from you guys. That's that's really the key. Yes. Just to um, bring up a few topics and on have a good time in the Lord and in the marriage cafe. Yes, definitely. So, so we're going to give you guys a few more minutes, and then we'll go ahead and get going, because I see you're ready to rock and roll. Oh, no, <laughs> you're ready to rock and roll. We just want to say welcome, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us. We're getting ready to um, go into our introduction and then I guess get ready to uh, pray. And yes, definitely. Have a time in the Lord. Get ready to pray and have a lovely time yes. in the Lord. Okay, let's you might ready? about no. one more minute. One Give more me one more minute. minute. Okay. <laughs> no about one more minute one and more then we'll minute. go from there. But anyway, um, you know, I told you like when we, um, you know, it's always you gotta, you know, get stuff done behind the scenes, as yeah. they say. Oh, but now we, um, you know, waiting for a few people to come on, and then uh, probably it's ready to get everything out of here. Mm -hmm. You know, we go on different, uh, you know, different sites. Yes, yes, yes. If you guys are on, please share this broadcast. We want you guys to share, share, and share so that other people can come in and they can also hear, um, you know, be a part of the Marriage Cafe. We love people. We love to talk to you guys about marriage. We love to talk about relationships and, and all that stuff that goes on. Um, so we just want you guys to just uh, share, share, hit that share button and so that other people can come in. Alrighty then, ready. so, um, you ready? Yes, sir. Welcome to the yeah, Marriage Cafe, Cafe, where marriages come alive through the Word of God. I'm Prophetess Loretta Pittman. I'm Bishop William Pittman. And we're going to go to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll go ahead and just get, get started. Yes. Amen. Let's pray. Amen. Let's touch and agree. Yes. Dear Lord, we're so thankful uh, for another opportunity to come live. We thank you for you being in our lives. We yes. thank you for our family and all your many blessings, Father. We thank, thank you, you for tonight and every listener we praying for them right now in advance yes. that you bless them uh touch them tonight and uh just give us the words to say tonight and have your way yes and lord we thank you right now we give you the praise honor and the glory in jesus name jesus mighty name amen 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 amen, amen. So, again like we said we are here we are live and we love talking to you guys so we thank you for being here well you know we pray and uh, spend time with god if you men and women of god want to hear from God and, and and see what God wants you to say tonight. Yes. And then I was telling my wife earlier, you know, you go through things in life for a reason and mm -hmm. different seasons and things happen and, and you got to, my wife what was saying, you got to take what's yours. It's like a good sermon, a mm -hmm. good message. Sometimes the pastor ain't always talking to you, but you got to take what's yours and then uh, the rest probably belong to somebody else. But what it is tonight, um, as we go through the different seasons and minister to couples and and it's like we see what a lot of couples are going through in the 
this season. Yes. So, or what you're going through in your personal, you know, your marriage or whatever it may be. Yes. And I'm starting to see that some people got married and in our family and friends we talk to, some wives or spouses, they controlling or some people come in the relationship with baggage and and preconceived ideas yeah, on what and, marriage is and, and what it and should be. And we talk about this a lot that in the beginning mm-hmm. you got to you got to do your homework on a person. Yes. You know, make sure you're compatible. Make sure you um you know, you're in it for the long haul. Yes. Make sure the person is honest. Make sure the person is what you ask God for. So this is what we're going to be talking about tonight. And I wanted to ask you, I have some questions for you that I wanted to ask you. You want to read the scriptures first? Or uh, yeah. Um, no, yeah. Let's read the scripture first. You want to read it or you want no, me to read it? You can read it. Okay. Which one is that? I have a few scriptures here for you. Okay. Alrighty. Um, where are we at? Okay, we're going to read the scripture before we get started, okay? This is going to be Ecclesiastes 4, um, chapter 4, verses 9 through 12. It says, two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. I like that part. They have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Hallelujah. And that's it? Uh, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, okay. So now, you know, it's That's like, a good scripture there. Yeah. So oh, my goodness. That's a good scripture there. I don't want to touch on that yet because my two questions are here. <laughs> and I want you to go ahead with yours first so, and then we'll go from there. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I was, let it flow. Let I God was asking have my way. wife, and, and this is <laughs> the, one of my questions I want to put out there. Yes. Like in the beginning, was you honest with your spouse? Mm. You know, or, you know, you was just dating, you know, when you first got in the relationship, were you, were you honest? Was you upfront with your spouse? Yes. Anybody want to touch on that tonight? You know, comment on that? Because what we're saying, uh, you know, you're looking at it, you're going getting into a relationship, and then you're talking about marriage, dating, and then getting married. Yes. In the beginning, it should be something in your mind that you're going to be committed to this person. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be upfront with this person. Yes. So what I'm saying to you tonight, what bothers me the most is that a lot of people mm-hmm. are not upfront in the beginning of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Some people put on a front, like we always say, they put on a front or... You know, mm-hmm. trying to make themselves look good. You know how when you're young, you always want to, you want to impress. You know, especially if you got, uh, you know, a nice looking girl. You know, a nice look. You see a nice looking lady or whatever, and you want to, you know, impress her. Yes. But I tell everybody Definitely. this: you always want to be yourself. Mm-hmm. You want to be real because what you put out there is what it is. You got to keep this front going on. But in the beginning, a lot of people put on these front, these airs. And it's not them. Yes. So my key to tonight, I want to talk about and pinpoint on how important it is to uh, be a man and a woman, if you're a man and a woman of God, of integrity. Not saying that you're perfect, but saying we all are working on something. Everybody got something they're dealing with in their life. Yes. But the deal is when you come and God wants you to become two, I mean one becoming two, it says what? You're supposed to cleave together. I mean two becoming one. I mean two becoming one. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. So you're supposed to cleave together yes. and become one with God. Yes. So when I look at it in the beginning as me, when I came to, you know, my wife's family, I was straightforward. I was honest and I came with a spirit to help the family. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a family man. I believe in, you know, and what was touching me today. Why you hear about a lot of people get into it with their in-laws. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, all the situations, we like to know both sides, but it's been like people that came in the family that, you know, right off the bat, their parents are not together or they don't get along or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then me, I'm like this. I'm a family man. I like to get to know when a man or a young lady come into our family, I want to get to know your family. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because the fruit don't fall far from the tree. Yes. So we get a very true. You know, you got to get to know the family, then you know how this person really is. Yes. Or you know, you got to find out know 
what's going on about the this person yes. before they come get into your family. Definitely. So I put a lot of responsibility on my children. I would say, you know, when they bring somebody to me, like when I, uh, it was like my grandfather, when 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 his daughters or whatever, when I was young, they tried to come to the house and they started dating. Them fathers was like, oink. Yeah. You just couldn't bring anybody to the house. Okay, they didn't play that. Yeah, you didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and nowadays, it's like anything goes. Yes. Whatever you say, whatever you want to do, however they want to dress, whatever, they bring anything to the house. Mm -hmm. But back then, it was like you had to make sure. Mm -hmm. You know, you couldn't just bring anybody to the house. Yes, that's right. And one, if he wasn't a man of God or a woman of God, you, you that was automatically out. Mm -hmm. So... Yes. What it is, it's like nowadays, like I said, anything goes. And I would like to know how you feel about that. When you met your, um, you know, man or woman, you met your wife in the beginning, did, did the, did the uh, father-in-law, the mother-in-law, did they get on you? Did mm. they check you? Yes. You know, and did they say, man, you got to get yourself together or whatever? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you, you know, I don't think you fit for my daughter or, you know, the other way around, my son. Right. So you get to know these people. And then first impressions is everything. Yes. You know, so, you know, tonight, anybody chime in on that? <laughs> How was it? The question is tonight, when you came and you introduced yourself to the parents, how how did you come? How did you present yourself? Right. You know what I'm saying? Were you nervous? Were you uh, had preconceived ideas on maybe how somebody's parents might be? Or did you just feel at home? Because, I mean, with us. We like for the people, you know, that do, that do date are, you know, they're grown now, are grown adult children. Yes. That they, you know, will come with the spirit of, you know, love and also just being free. Because we don't, we don't, we're not interested in when a person wants to show you one persona in front of us and then behind closed doors you're somebody else. We want you to be free and open, right you know, with the family and blend with the family and see how God shows me who my um, son-in-laws and daughter-in-laws are is that they come straight into the family fold and their spirit just kind of meshes with ours. And it meshes automatically. Like, you know that this person belongs in your family because of how they interact with you and how they interact with your, your grown adult child. So, you know, we watch things and, you know, the spirit will let you know because a lot of times, you know, people are thinking with, you know, they're not thinking with their spirit. They're just, they're just using their mind to meet or greet a person. But I know with us, because we are spiritual and we walk together with God and we pray, you know, talk to God and those kind of things, God will show us. He will tell us. He will confirm in our spirit that this person belongs in our family, you know. You know, and especially when they start the dating process and those kind of things. And so, yeah, you know, everybody comes with flaws. Nobody is perfect. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everybody has something that's going on on the inside of them or something they've been through or maybe been through something in a previous relationship. But that doesn't make you not fit for our family if that's what God wants, you know. And especially once the Spirit, um, you know, give us a, uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? Right, yeah, discernment, but not only discernment, but a, you know, agreement. And say, yeah, I agree with this person. I agree that this is the person for your son or this is the person for your daughter or whatever that is. So, you know, God is amazing. <laughs> My mother again. <laughs> Anywho, um, so God is amazing in how he does that. So, you know, so God is so good all the time. He is just so good all the time, and he knows you know, what, what's supposed to fit for you, you know, and especially in a relationship. But anyway, go ahead. Babe. Yeah. And then <laughs> so like, honesty is yeah, important. Honesty is, that is super duper important when yes. you first meet a person. That way you ain't got to, if you're honest in the beginning, you don't have to go around acting a certain kind of way. You don't have to be, you know, uh, like I said, one way with, uh, with the, with a person's family and then one way with your family behind, you know, that person's back. You can be yourself at all times, you know, and we either going to love you for you or, or, or in your perfect fit or we not. You know what I'm saying? We're going to love you, but we're not going to say that, you know, if the spirit don't give us, you know, um, you know, 
let us know for sure that you're the person that's supposed to be there for our child, then we can't, you know, we'll love you, but we're not going to affirm you. Confirm. There you go. Confirm yeah, who you are. Yeah, because Because <laughs> in that sense. <laughs> any relationship, what it is, you building. Yes. You know, like you said, you build on, on what's positive and what's good. Mm-hmm. So you're building on your um, relationship in the beginning. Like we were so, I was so naive in the beginning. And, you know, coming from North Carolina, you know, country mm-hmm. as I could be. Mm-hmm. But thank God from going to different places and being around different people, mm-hmm. you, you mature. Mm-hmm. We all grow up, you know. You start being naive, but then you grow up. Some mm-hmm. are faster than others. Yes. So what if, What I'm trying to tell you tonight is it's worth it. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but it's worth it to take the time to learn each other. Yes. That's what you need to do in the beginning. Learn what, what each other like, what you don't like, how to communicate. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, because their families are not, when you get to know the family and see the family, you see what's going on. And if that family is not good at communication mm-hmm. or, you know, discipline or, you know, uh, living a certain way, this is what you're getting from this person. You know, whatever they learn from their family, you're going to be taking that on. Yes. Whatever they learn from other relationships, friends, you know, their family members brothers, sisters, mm-hmm. and then also, you know, strangers. Yes. So everything that a person learned, that don't mean it's the right thing to do or the right way to, or the right way to do, of doing things. Yes. So what it is, you also got to check yourself. And that's the key thing, too. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about God. When you read the Bible and you learn God tell you to be, you know, uh, keep his laws, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill. These keep us a focus that, you know, I know and I know that I'm not supposed to do these things because yes. God put it out there for me. That's right. You know what I'm saying? When I, as a man, certain standards I had, you know, I, some things I just wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to steal money from anybody. I'm not going to break in anybody's house. I'm not going to disrespect people for no reason. And I'm not going to try to hurt somebody for no reason. And I'm not going to put my hands on a woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I understand when you have children, you got to spank them, you got to discipline, you got to teach them the right way to go. Mm-hmm. But some stuff should, some integrity should already be there right. when you call yourself a man. Yes. A man just don't do certain things. Right. You know? Yes. Even the Bible tell you that when I was a child, I spoke as a child. But when I grow up, now, you know, I do manly things now. I don't do those childish things anymore. Mm-hmm. So I had to put away those. Now I got to grow up and be a man. Yes. Now I'm talking about getting in a relationship with a woman, becoming one with this woman, and and looking forward to having a family and having children mm-hmm. and taking care of this person. Yes. So when you talk about, I thought about this thing, and I was like, you know, what questions, like when a man or whoever comes to get your daughter or your son or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times, did you, the question tonight, did you ask them anything? Yes. What was your take on as a father or a mother? What did you ask this person in the beginning? I'm putting the question out there. Yes. Did you ask them anything? What was your pet peeve? What was your big thing when, you know, a man, you know, a young man or a woman came to your house? What was your pet peeve? Because everybody's got a pet peeve. Because from what you grow up and what you've seen in your family, you'd be like, no, he better come the right way. He yes. needs to have this, 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 and that going on. Mm-hmm. So anybody comment on this? Uh, yes, Cassandra said she was not nervous at all. Um, it felt very natural. Amen. That's how okay. it's supposed to feel. Yep. Yeah. And that's how it's supposed to feel. And definitely that was a natural meeting between us and you. You are amazing. But the deal, <laughs> the deal about her is she came with respect. And yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And blended right in. Yeah. I mean, just blended like, oh, my God, it's just amazing how that happens. Mm-hmm. Babe, it's getting warm in <laughs> My husband turned this heater on, so and, and you know, okay, you, you cut it off. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's just got too hot. But um, she just blended just so perfectly with our family, just mesh. I mean, it's just amazing how God does that. But that's how you know when someone is a perfect fit for your family because of how they going to interact, how everybody, um, how everybody just like her when she just came to the family mm-hmm. you know what I mean like everybody like everybody and my mama don't like nobody uh, and my mama like 
her. You know what I mean? So it's just amazing how, like I said, God will do that. You know what I mean? And like you was, you know, like you were saying. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. when somebody come in your, when people come in your family, that's what you want to do. Everybody's supposed to just jail and get along. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, because it's family. You're not just coming in the family to, to get, you know, a person's daughter or son, whatever. You come in to get to know the whole family. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you're a part of the family. Right, and now. that person is going to love who they love. So mm-hmm. if they love, you know, that person love your son or your daughter, you're, they're going to love what your son or your daughter love. And the same for that person. That person should love what you love, your family, you know, your friends, the people you, you know, have in your life. And that's how that's supposed to go. That That's how that's supposed to go. So now I got another question for you. Now in the beginning, for the, for the ones that got in a relationship, mm-hmm. I want to know, did you have secrets or did you have something that you didn't want to tell? Wow, you know? now that's a big one. Yeah, something you didn't want to tell. Do girls. you currently? Because some of y'all married and have some secrets and still have not told your spouses everything. So that's a good question there. Do you right now currently have any secrets that you have not told the person that you're with or your significant other or your or your husband or wife? Have you not told them everything? Because, Me and my husband know, discussed this earlier. Yeah, because you know in the beginning, we was young. Yep. And I told my wife, I said, I have one secret that I that I didn't want to tell her about. Mm-hmm. And really, we talked about it this morning. Yep. And come to find out, it was your really... Uh, and that's when you do <laughs> You didn't really find it. It was there. You I just stumbled upon it. You didn't yeah, really find it. Yeah, I upon his secret. Yeah, yeah. But it really, it wasn't <laughs> that, though. It really wasn't no secret. It was just... It wasn't no secret. Let me tell you, y'all. Yeah. Let me tell you the whole story. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. I'm gonna what tell that you was. mine's first. That's right. You're gonna it tell wasn't you. a secret. It yes. was like when I had got my first girlfriend, and make a long story short, um, she had a child already, and she was um, we dated for a while, and come to find out, you know, her boyfriend, um, which was the baby's dad, mm-hmm. you know, they decided they was gonna try to, you know, work it out. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I said, well, who am I that's, you know, to get in between, you know, a father and a mother and a child. Mm-hmm. So I just broke it off right there. You know what I'm saying? It hurt it, mm-hmm. but I broke it off because it was the right thing to do. Yes. So when I broke it off, you know, I always, I had a picture of her and I kept the picture, but I never told my wife that I had the picture, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like I wanted her back or anything because once we broke it off, I was really done. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I, everything I bought him, it was around Christmas time. I gave it to him because that's the man I am. I understand relationships. I understand family, mm-hmm. you know. So I didn't want to be taking a father from their son. <laughs> and I wouldn't want anybody to do that to me. So I had the picture. So she stumbled up. She found the picture. And she was like, aha, uh-huh, what is this? Yes. But it wasn't like, what I'm going to do, sleep with the picture? No, it was memories because I did, you know, that was my first love. So... I wanted to share that with you tonight because it's so important about who you get in bed with. Yes. God, God want us to when you talking about you know having sex or intercourse or getting involved with somebody. That's how you become one, and God wants you to have become one with the person that you're gonna spend the rest of your life with. Yes. That's what God intends marriage to be. Not you go out there just sleeping around with this one, this one, and this one. That's what we talk about, like a soul tie. Mm-hmm. And what it is, your spirit is becoming one. Mm-hmm. This is what God intended marriage to be. Yes. To For you to become one, to become a family, have children, and you know what I'm saying? Becoming one. Yes. Like, like when you really get to, with the person you love, and y'all, let's say it's two virgins coming together, and y'all become one the first time. That's your first love. That's yes. the first person you ever so slept with. So you always had that. Right. It's, it's in that you. That thing for your first love. Because yeah. it was pretty much a soul tie. That's because what it is. Especially if you had sex with them and you weren't married. Mm. So yes, definitely. That's yeah. what it becomes, a soul tie. And that's what people don't understand. It's different when you're just sleeping with this person, that person, all that. you got yes. all kind of demons in you. But when you become one and you're sleeping together, you connect it. That's why when you... You know, you break up or that person do something, y'all get in a fight, you feel it because you really you really are becoming one. Yes. And and that's what I love about me and me and my wife when we got together, we we, we became one. 
yes. we started to over time over time, over time we, we, we started to grow and learn yes. each other because i had my own secret that's right now tell let her <laughs> she thought i forgot now let her tell her secret now y'all uh tell your secret now okay my secret was and i told him this was that i was still i still had feelings for my daughter's father because you know i had Reby before i met my husband um, even though he's always been there for her ever since she was eight months old. And I still had feelings for him. And even after meeting my husband, even though I knew my husband was my husband, it still took time to really, like, really mesh together because I still had those, you know, feelings, you know. And I had feelings for him for the first five years of our marriage. I did. I still had feelings for him, even though I was in love with my husband. And with my husband, I still had feelings for him for the first five years. But after that, mm -mm, I gave my heart. I had to make a decision. And see, this is for somebody out there right now because there's somebody out there right now that's married and having feelings for somebody else and have not been honest with themselves or their spouses to make that decision that their spouse is the door that they need to continue with. Not those feelings for this ex or this person that you were with. And a lot of times those feelings will come in and mess up what you currently have and what God has blessed you with. You want what you want, but you, you ain't paying attention to what God has blessed you with. And so for the first five years, yeah, throughout dating and first five years, yeah, I had feelings for my daughter's dad. And after that, after that five years, I made a decision. And I said, you know what? I'm deciding that my husband is the one for me. He's the one who I'm in love with. He's the one who I absolutely love. And once I made up that my mind and made that decision, that's when that door closed behind me to the past and the future really truly began for me. And um, and I've never looked back. I've never looked back. I don't have no more feelings. I don't have not even a thought, <laughs> okay, for him at all, period. I don't know what's, I don't care what's going on. You know, all I know is, I love my husband. My daughter loves her dad because this has been her dad, you know, since she was eight months old. And that's all that matters to me. That's all that matters to me. As long as that relationship between her and him was good and, and then our relationship is good, that's, that's, that's been everything to me. And um, I never look back. I never look back. Never look back and don't ever plan on looking back. Okay, my husband, I'm absolutely in love with my husband. I absolutely love what God has blessed me with. So, there, like I said, there's somebody out there. <laughs> but I'm so happy that he was so patient with me. Me not knowing he was holding pictures too. You know what I mean? And still had some feelings going on. I don't know how long, you know, his feelings lasted. But Mine's I know didn't go that Mine long. lasted about that Five long. years. Right, right. <laughs> you deserve a spanking. <laughs> But no. my heart belongs to my husband. But listen, you know, and I'm so grateful for I'm that. I'm just uh, so grateful. I think the marriage cafe, you know, <laughs> God give us this platform because marriage is very serious. It you is. know, we're joking, we play and stuff like very that. Very serious. But I, I be like, uh, you know, I think I'm just like overprotective. Not over. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say that because God is protective of us too. Mm -hmm. He's a father, and we're a father. So you, you know, we're watching. You know, we want to make sure this person is right. Now, and I had a little, it's two sides to every story. Yes. When I came into her family, her parents wanted to make sure I was right. Yes. You know, even though the grandmother knew me ever since I was 11 years old. Yes. So she already knew I was from the country and, and I was a good, you know, I ain't run around. I worked all the time. Yes. Pretty much. And what I say is what it is. And I try to live by that. You know what I'm saying? What my grandmother taught me, going to church and praying and being a man of integri integrity and uh, and respectful, yes. you know what I'm saying? I'm not just gonna talk any kind of way or crazy or whatever, mm -hmm. but I understand too the importance of a relationship and, and love. Yes. Important when you, you can't tell a person who to love, mm -hmm. but all parents are supposed to be there for is to make sure this person is the right, you know, that's gonna treat you right. Yes. Not gonna be hitting you, mm -hmm. hitting you or whatever. Right. Because anybody can put on the front, but when you get out there by yourself, this person's still the same. Yes. Because you hear about it all the time in relationships where people change. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, overnight, he didn't, he's getting violent or, he, you know, you know, he wanna fight and they can't get along and they 
can't live in the same house together. This mm-hmm. is stuff you got to learn in the beginning about this person. That's yes. why we talk about being honest, not mm-hmm. keeping secrets. Yes. God don't want you to keep secrets. Yes, that's right. You know, mm-hmm. God wants you to commit one to another because you need to be in this bond together yes. as one. Because, you know, things are going to come your way. Mm-hmm. And that's why that scripture says, you know, two are better than one. Yep. You know, how can we, you know... You know, if two together, you gonna you can be warm together. Yes. You know, if two together, if one fall down, you got somebody to help you get up. That's mm-hmm. what the scripture is telling you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We, when you become one, you in this together. Yes. It ain't no, I got to watch my back because my wife is mm-hmm. with me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's, and whatever I'm going through, I got somebody to help me when it get hard. And mm-hmm. that's, that's what, this is what marriage is all about. This is what family is all about. Yes. So family is there just because you leave the your home and you get married or whatever, you still gonna always have your family as long as they live. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And that's what people, you know, I see a lot of people used to be over the years in the family. Mm-hmm. They they wanna be with this person so bad. I don't care about none of y'all. I'm gonna just leave the family. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because I love this person. No, if this person love you, they're gonna love your family too. Yes. Just because you get married, that don't mean you gotta separate from your family. That's right. You don't have to do all that. And it's not, that. and it shouldn't be like that. No, no. Because you build. If you got respect for yourself, you're gonna learn how to respect other people. You yeah. don't have to let stuff get out of. Yeah, people are gonna argue. They are gonna fight and yes. get into it. But you never let that break up the relationship between you your, family. With your family. Because your family is always going to be always there for you, and they're always going to be your family. Mm-hmm. But that spouse, sometimes, they are not that attached. You know, sometimes they may not be that attached to you, and they can pick up and leave any day. And who are you going to have at the end of the day? Your family. Family. So, yeah. So, and that's why that. I'm big on, you know, uh, being an example. And I was telling my wife how my family just looking at all everybody that's in our family, both sides. Mm-hmm. A lot of people look up to us because we've been married so long mm-hmm. and that we are. Be like, man, I love it when my uncles and all them see us and they be like, man, y'all came a long way. Y'all yep. growed up. Y'all matured. You know, but it took us to go through some things. Yes. We didn't have nobody to tell us what to do. Yes. We've been through some things. Yes. So when you go through these things, you learn and you yeah. grow. And but you got to have, you got to be willing to be, if you really committed and, yes. and say, you know what, we can do this together. Yes. That's what oneness and is all patience. about. patience. Yeah. You know, I, I learned that patience is what we need to have sometimes mm-hmm. too, because sometimes we're so in a rush to want things so quickly. And sometimes the things that you get quick is the stuff you lose just as quickly. Mm-hmm. So, but if you take your time with it, sometimes, a lot of times, if you take your time, you're, it's going to last for you. It's going to last. And I, I wanted to, can I go on my question? Go, go ahead. Questions? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I want to go with this question here. Um, how do you know that God put your marriage together or your relationship together? You know, I get people asking me that all the time. Well, how do I know that God, you know, put my marriage together? Or how do I know that my spouse was sent from God? Well, you're going to know that. Okay, let's read. Where we at? Ecclesiastes? What we read when we at the beginning. Let me read it again. This is how you know. It says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. We read this in the beginning. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if again if two lie together, they have heat. Oh, I love this part. They have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And it says, and if one prevail against him, two shall not withstand him, and a three-four-fold cord is not quickly broken. Right there tells you whether or not your marriage was put together from God or your relationship right currently has been sent from God. Because, number one, did you, uh, uh, did you ask God into your, number one, into your life and into your heart personally, Number one. Number two, did the person that you or is the person that you with, do they know anything about God? Do they know anything about God? Do they did they ever hear God? Did they ever go to church? Did they ever know anything about Jesus? Okay, number two. And number three, did you invite God into your relationship? Because if you currently have a relationship with God, then God should have been an invited into the relationship you have with that person currently. Did do y'all discuss God? 
while you're dating. Okay? Before you got married, was there any discussion on Jesus? Was there any discussion on religion? What religion do y'all, are you going to go with? You know, whatever that religion is. But you have to know God for yourself. You have to know Jesus for yourself. And I say Jesus, I know everybody got a lot of different religions. But for us, it is Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the light. And so that's who, you know, that's what attracted me to my husband. What attracted me to him was, was number one, he knew who God was. Okay, I already knew who God was. I've been talking to God ever since I was four years old. And then even beyond that, you know, I was seeking him myself. And thank God my mother introduced us also to Jesus as we were children by taking us to church. So, you know, and so as I got older, I started seeking him for myself. I wanted a relationship with him for me. I wanted to know who he was. I wanted to know he was real. So, you know, when I met my husband, because I already knew he was real when I met my husband, I knew that that was my husband. And, you know, to this day still, I know now how I knew because the Holy Spirit told me, that's your husband. I heard him loud and clear. That's your husband. Now I know that was the Holy Spirit. But what I'm saying is, is that a lot of people don't always have God in their own life, but yet they're seeking a mate that's a godly mate. Yes. You know, how are you going to seek a godly mate when you don't even have a godly relationship yourself with the Lord? So, everybody want to keep asking this question. How do I know that? You know that by your relationship with God yourself, and then you're, you know you talk to this person before you get married to see if this person is of God. Now, if you're already married, and neither one of y'all discussed God, or neither one of y'all sought God, you know, then you know that, I'm not saying that your relationship or your marriage is not from God, but you need to invite God in. Amen. You need to invite him in. And once you invite him in, then that threefold cord will not be broken. That means nobody is going to come and break up your marriage. Nobody's going to come to break up your relationship. You have to know that, um, you know, what God put together, he said, let no man, you know, uh, put us under. He said, you know, no man can separate. So right there he's telling you about the threefold cord. You know, it's not easily broken. So that means if you know who God is, your spouse know who God is, then you're going to have a long-lasting beautiful marriage and relationship you want to go through some stuff because we all do nobody is perfect everybody's flawed but at the same time you'll be able to withstand any fiery darts that come your way because of the lord you know and in our marriage god has always been first even when we met each other god was first in his life god was first in mine my husband came talking in parables now even though i knew who god was for myself you know I, i'm like this i like the word to be spoken to me in plain english now, I understand the thou's, the art, and all those kind of words that are also in the Bible. But I like the words spoken to me in plain English. Now, when my husband came, he was speaking English, but he also was speaking the word of God. And uh, a lot of times it's a little foreign a little bit, just a little bit, not a lot. You know, till I grew into the full understanding of who God was. So he was always speaking in parables. And I'm just like, okay, you know. So I knew that he knew God, that's what I'm saying. So um, that's how you know. You know by you inviting God in. You know by you having a relationship with God. You'll know by your spouse having a relationship with God. And then y'all having that relationship together. You know? But that's one thing about us. We pray. My husband prayed. I'm telling you, when we first got together, he prayed. He was like, took my hand and was like, come on, Loretta, we need to pray. You know, whether it was over food. Uh, whether it was before, you know, as time went on and, and, and we dated and then we started living together, you know, before we got married, we did live in sin, but he always still prayed, you know, and that was so attractive to me. That's the most attractive thing ever when you have a man that knows how to pray. It is. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. No, I'm Yeah, but, you know, it's all good because what it is, I believe, it. you got to set your children on the right course, you know, the right path. You got to yes. take them to church. You got to get people to know. You know, um, I was just thinking while you were talking then, mm -hmm. a lot of people nowadays are talking about, you know, they get uh, defensive when you say, you know, well, you know, do you know God? Mm -hmm. You know, do you, you know, they don't want you to ask them nothing nowadays. Everybody, yeah. you know, it's like it's against the law. Yeah. Ask a person if they, do know you Jesus. know Jesus? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But as a man and a woman of God, you need to know who around you or who's coming into your life yes you say you know god and or you believe in jesus this is it's like being a muslim or whoever else yes you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. they need they you 
you need to know who you're around. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they're going to like what you like. And that's the same thing like when you get in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You don't communicate with this person. You don't know what they like. Yes. You don't know what you have in common. Mm-hmm. you got to ask them something. Yes. So the first thing you should ask them if you're a man and woman of God, do you know God? Yes. Do you know Jesus? Do you know him? We ain't saying you got to be Jesus Jr. That's right. We saying do you know him? Do you know have a foundation? You know? Yeah. It's or that do foundation. You know of him? Yes. Because a lot of us know of him and still don't know mm-hmm. him. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? If you still we still trying to you still trying to get the knowing. Yes. Because there's God is God is awesome. It's levels in God that yes. we still trying to get to. Yes. If you haven't seen angels or blind eyes open or be able to cast out demons. You know what I'm saying? Yes. A lot of people ain't on that level. Yes. They don't know him. They don't know his power and how awesome and God is yes. in our life. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I want to talk about a little, I wanted to ask you this. You know, in the beginning, you never, when you meet somebody, you didn't ask them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's your choice who you choose. God leave it out there. When a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing and attain favor from the Lord. Yes. So when you met this woman, you didn't know if she was the one or whatever. Yes. But God let us choose. You see somebody attractive, you start talking to them, and then, you know, you start dating, and then you become one. That don't mean God put you together. This God give us the desires of our heart. Yes. So you found this person, and now it's up to you. What I'm trying to tell you now, you got to ask these people, ask this person these, this question. Yes. Now, I wanted to read this to you mm-hmm. because I found this in a book I'm reading. It helps me out a lot, y'all. Mm-hmm. It says, test of friendship. The test of friendship. It says this. A lot of people have more, you put more uh, standards on your relationship as far as being a friend than in a relationship with uh, uh, being in a relationship with a, with a loved one or mm. dating someone, put mm-hmm. it that way. Mm-hmm. So really, in the beginning, when you're talking about a friendship, they say, you know, being a friend. You want this friend to be what? Uh, a person of integrity, be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going somewhere, always on time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, calling you, spending time with you, talking yes. to you, communicating yes. with you. Yes. You know, this is what a friend, you're building a bond together. Yes. But don't you know the average person in this re- friendship, if the friend do one thing wrong, you're willing to break it off. They're ready to kick the friend you off know? to the curb. But this is a standard you have for this friend, for yes. friendship. Mm-hmm. But now when you're talking about dating someone and getting in a relationship, mm-hmm. you put no pressure on them. You have no demands on this person you supposed to be living the rest of your life with, getting yes. involved with. Mm-hmm. You, know, you check in them. Yes. Making sure they're a man and a woman of God or a person of integrity. They're honest. They're mm-hmm. they communicating with you. They're not keeping secrets from you. Mm-hmm. They're never late. They're on time. They uh, keep a job. They have their own place. They have finances. They have, you know, what when they talk to you, they're they trying to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yes. They, you're building something together. You can put all this pressure on a friendship, but are you doing it to a person that you want to spend the rest of your life with? Mm-hmm. You know, the question I asked tonight, what are your core values? Mm-hmm. What did you grow up with? I want to, do you have integrity? Did you put anything into your relationship that you valued? You know what I'm saying? I want this person to be like my mom. Or I want this person to be like my dad. Well, this is how I seen my grandmother and my grandfather live their life. Yes. Everybody gets something from somebody. Where did you get your, your core values? Right. From? Your, your, you know, your, like right. when going to church, your idea the what Bible you're looking is for. when you read it, you get that core value, yeah. value of how you should live your life, what you should stand for, man. You're going to stand up for righteousness yeah, you and are. live it. Right. But also, too, like Go you ahead. just said, how do you know what you were looking for in that person? Yeah. What were the core values of what you were looking for in your spouse, or what are you looking for currently in a in a husband? Yeah, but but and like, where did that yeah. where did that standard there come from? A brother, a father, a uncle. It, it had to come from somewhere. Where mm-hmm. did that come from? Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people, like you said before, a lot of people they find people that remind them of their dad, their mom, or right. somebody in their life that right. they love, which they say, you know. Men marry their mothers. Men marry their mothers. Women marry their fathers. Yes. All right. So it touched me to say, you know, what I've been through over the last month, week, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. What are your core values? What did you learn growing up? Because however you learn growing up, this 
this is what you're taking into your marriage. This is what you're taking into the relationship. Yes. If you have no respect or you don't know how to humble yourself or you don't know how to hang in there when it's time to hang in there to, of doing something or you just quit something, you know, anything or whatever it may be, you need to start checking yourself and say, you know what? I need to backtrack and say, okay, what I need to change in my life. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. To, to get to the next level or why you keep going through certain things is because you're not changing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not standing. What are your core values? You got away from them. Or you need to get back into them or you need to put something in. You need to find something. You some. know, like you said, if we you stay negative, you're going to be negative. Yes. You know, and everything and everything things, attached to you going to be negative. Yes. And I had to learn that over the few weeks now. Mm-hmm. Life and death is in the, the power, power of, of your tongue. tongue. Yes. So whatever you speak, yes, it's going to come yes. to pass. Yes. You create your world right. with your mouth. So what it is, that being honest, not keeping secrets, and, and being a man or a woman of integrity, it, it starts with you know what this is God shining a light on it and say you know what. I'm trying to get you right before you go to the next level. Yes. Or I'm trying to move you to the next level. Go ahead. Because Andrew says, uh, growing up, I always saw things that showed me what I didn't want. Mm -hmm. Same here. Same here. I've seen a lot of things of what I did not want and I did not do. (laughs) Okay? Did not do because, um, like I said, with, with the family, you know, it was always let's get married and then separate. And folks were separated for 20 years but still married. Nobody went and got a divorce. Everybody still got the same last name as the, as the ex, but everybody with different people. And I knew that was wrong on every level. That was not of God. It was not right. It's wrong because that's still adultery if you're still married to your spouse and you're having a, another relationship with someone else and you never got a divorce. And it was a lot of that in the family. So, no, didn't definitely want that for me. Did not want that for my family. And um, so I told God, the curses stop here. The curse goes no further. You know, it stops with me. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. And we're not going to have that in our family and our relationship. So we changed some things around. You know, we began to do things the way God would have us to do things. You know, at, you know, so I'm saying as time, you know, when we first started, you know, getting, you know, we first started being married and stuff, things was going a little left. But then God came in and to our, both our hearts truly and truly intervened and truly, you know, helped us to understand that this is a covenant. Okay. This is a covenant before God. And we took a solemn oath in front of, you know, God and the, and the pastor that married us and, and, you know, and in front of our daughter at the time that we would be faithful to one another and we would love each other, you know, until the end, you know. And then for us, it was no um, divorce on the table. And we ain't going to be separated neither to be out there with other people. That was definitely not happening. So whatever me and my husband went through, you know, we stayed the course. And I thank God for that because he the one kept us on on the course. You know, that's why we, that, that we just read that a threefold cord is not easily broken. And so when you invite God into your life and into your heart and into your business and everything that you ever do, you don't never have to worry about anything when it comes to your marriage or when it comes to to life itself. You will have the things that your heart desires because God will give them to you. So, yeah, I did that, too. I learned a lot of things I did not want. I did not want to be arguing and fighting with my husband. And, you know, we, Lord, I've seen some things over the years. People, you know, they you love each other, and then you go out for supposed to be going out to have fun with each other and then you come home fighting and trying to kill each other because you had too much to drink. You know, that was never something that me and my husband ever did. And, you know, it, we was always happy people. Even when we were drinking and stuff, we were happy, you know, drinkers. You know what I mean? It was never a situation where we tried to kill each other, you know. Mm-hmm. So what about you? What you seen growing up? Yeah, I seen, well, you know, I tell you, my grandmother, my grandmother, they was always, Mm-hmm. Never seen them fight. Yes. You know, and that's why I learned they was married for fifty years. Yes. So they stayed together, they was in it together. Yeah. You know, and he was always he was a man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We go out, we work, that's what I learned my my work Your ethic. work ethic, yes. Yeah. You know, and you know, we got out we did wrong, they whooped our butt, you know, yeah. whooped our tail, spanked yeah. us. Yeah. Ain't no spanking, they tore us up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that was the difference. They didn't right. play back then, you right. know. 
then look or ask, you know, you got mm-hmm. your butt tore up. Yes. So that's what I learned, you know, and, and that's how I always carried myself that way because he was always always a man of respect and integrity. Yes. You know, because I seen how he talked to people and carried mm-hmm. himself. Because my grandfather, he was in World before then World War One, mm-hmm. So, you know, he was very disciplined. Yes. And he didn't play with you. He told you to do something, you better go do it. Right. So, but anyway, that's what I learned, and that's what I taught my children. Mm-hmm. Plus, my grandmother, you know, always, we all went to church together. Yes. So, you know, we learned the word of God. Yes. So, and that's why when, when I look at men that come into the family, I expect you to, you know, come up to par. Mm-hmm. You got to know God. You, you know, that's one thing about it. That's what makes a man a man when you can say sometimes, you know, if you did something wrong, you can humble yourself and admit that you did wrong or something you need to correct. That's what a man is. A man ain't how tough you are. It's how you carry yourself and how you live your life. Yes. You know, when people look at you, you the same all the time. Yes. This man always been this way, a man of integrity, or honesty, you know, yes. a straightforward person. Yeah, you always you know? been that. You gotta be that, you know, and a hard worker and all you, that. You this is what a man always is. Been that. Yes. So, you know, we gotta and and I tell all young people, this is what y'all need to learn. You gotta put demands on a relationship. If people wanna if you're a man and a woman of integrity, the people that you hang around, they should have that respect for you, that integrity for you. And, and, and be willing to be there for you and down with you. That's what marriage is all about. Yes. When your back is against the wall, we're supposed to be in this together. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So in the beginning, as you growing, you put these demands on each other. And let me tell you something, too. Life is going to put demands on you. Mm-hmm. When that rent started coming in or that mortgage payment or that car payment or food or when you, you start having children, you got to put back pampers and Buy milk and all this type of stuff. We're taking care of this this child for eighteen years. Yes, this is gonna Lord. put demands on you. This mm-hmm. it puts a test. This this put pressure on a relationship. It does. And that's why you just can't be out there talking about uh having this, you know, being in this relationship, having children with this one and that and that. Ask some people that gotta pay child support right mm. now. For eighteen years you gotta pay. Yeah. And they not gonna play with you too. They want their money. Yes, that's right. You know right. what I'm saying? You yes. won't take care of them one way or the other. Yeah, that's why you got to be careful who you be with and who you decide to have children with. You mm-hmm. want to make sure that's a stable relationship. You just don't want to be all over the place. So your core values. Mm-hmm. You got to have core values for yourself because if you have no respect for yourself, other people are not going to respect you. Yes. So you got to have respect for yourself and mm-hmm. just don't let anything go. Yes, definitely. You, you got to you got to be a man and a woman of God. Not just saying it, but it got to be in your action. Yes. So now I want to ask you, <laughs> my wife. I want to. Can ahead, I ask my husband for you? Because I already know you about to no, get to I'm that not one. Okay, but you can. Right. Okay. So I wanted to ask y'all, what do you think about this? Should a spouse fight the battles of their spouse? Uh oh. Okay. Should a husband or a wife fight each other's battles? Should you go to bat for your spouse? And I'm saying in a sense that, let's say there's a situation your spouse is having a problem. And then your spouse comes to you with the problem. I know a lot of times we want to be problem solvers, but a lot of times our spouses just want to vent. And, um, and so let's say you feel as though that spouse ain't handling the situation correctly in, in your eyes, let's just say. They're not tough enough or they not be... You, that you might feel that and you might feel like they didn't uh, handle it right. Do you think that, a, that the spouse or do you think you should go and handle that problem for your spouse if it's a problem that they're having outside of you? You know, you're, you, know you, you don't really know about this problem other than that they brought it to you to tell you about it. Do you think that a spouse should fight that person's battle? I, That's me, the question. I'm going to answer some of y'all can go ahead and, you know, chime, chime in, in on it. <laughs> but I want to answer. I, it just hit me right now. Okay. Now, it's not always good for a person to fight somebody's battle because they're never going to learn on their own how mm. to deal with them. Mm. But the other side of the story, even God don't fight our battles all the time. Mm. He watch. It's a lesson involved. Mm-hmm. Something for you to get out of this situation. Yes. But now when you see a person, if you're in a relationship, and, you, and sometimes the wife always got to stand up for the husband, because they're always doing something. Mm-hmm. So, or the, it's, it's, you know, you, you, 
could be the opposite. Right. But anyway, when you find out a person keep doing this, you got to wake up and say, you know what? Sometimes people get like, they want to start stuff like that, so you can't handle it. Mm-hmm. But keep doing it because they know you're going to jump in there and handle, and handle it. it. But it's not always good. That person never is going to never gonna grow because you you there all the time. you there like they're God. Mm. You're not God. Mm. This person needs to That's learn. Good. Sometimes God is trying to teach this person to grow up. I need you to handle this. That's good. And it's like uh, my wife would always tell me, I don't like uh, confrontation. confrontation. Not all the time. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't like it all the time mm-hmm. because I'm kind of like a smooth-born person. I'll let it go and go and go until it builds up. Mm-hmm. And then I'm ready to snap. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn, go to God, like, that's not the best way to handle it. Because a lot of times you can handle stuff right in the beginning and, and put out the fire. Yes. So this this is helping somebody tonight, too. Don't be holding on it and holding on. I'm not going to say anything about it. No. If it's wrong, right is right, and wrong is wrong. Sometimes mm-hmm. we need to speak on it because that's the only way a person, nobody can read your mind. So sometimes a person don't know that they're doing that or, you know, you feel this way about this. So you, you say, hey, I don't like what you just said. I don't like how you're saying this to me. I don't know that until you say it back or whatever because nobody is reading your mind. So mm-hmm. I learned some lesson, lessons over this week. Communication is key. And then you got to be open because nobody can read your mind. Okay. Go ahead. Got two answers here. Cassandra uh, said, no, if they come to you uh, to vent, you should listen. Because uh, most likely that's what they're wanting is someone to listen and give advice or opinions. But they should handle their problem. Yes, Lord. Okay. Um, India says, yes and no, because it depends if my spouse asks me for help. But I usually don't get involved. I let him handle stuff. That pertain that pertains to him. Yes. Yes. Yep. Because, like my husband just explained, you don't know. You know, sometimes you know you sometimes get these husbands and wives that are just too. Uh, I don't want to use that word, but <laughs> sometimes you'll get a spouse or spouses that that are too just mean, evil people. You know what I mean? They look for a fight everywhere they go. And and one time we was at our church and our pastor did this uh, sermon called, uh, I'm not going to say the word, but it's the end spirit. And he was saying about how that spirit is, it's not a, a person's color, it's a person's attitude. And sometimes you can get two couples that want to fight with people no matter what. So if the spouse is saying something to somebody, that other spouse will come over, and then next thing you know, there is a fight. Instead of that, instead of that spouse staying over there where they were and letting their spouse handle the situation, and you get sometimes couples that just that's just what they are, and you can see them coming, and you say to yourself, you know what? No, we won't be friends, or I can't be hanging with them, and you know I don't want to do that because their spirit is just bad, and they look for a fight. Now. You're right. A person should handle, I feel in our marriage, you know, my husband handles his business. Now, yeah, he don't always like confrontation, but God will keep bringing it around to him until he deals with sometimes a certain situation. And so when he comes to me, you know, I will give the advice that I can give. And me, I'm always trying to help him. I'm always trying to help in the sense to give him the words. But he doesn't really want me to try to solve the problem for him. And I've learned that. So now I don't try to go in and and help him with every little situation and give him the exact uh, answer that he needs for it. What I'll do is listen, then I'll say my opinion, and then let him make the final decision, him and God, on what he needs to do. Because sometimes when you're trying to tell somebody what to do and how to handle something, sometimes your spouse can get mad at you because you're telling them something they really didn't want to hear. They don't want you to solve the problem. They don't really want to hear the answer to the problem. They just want to vent to you, and then they want you to leave them to handle the problem. You know. So then that's when we let it go, talk to God, and pray for them that God would give them the right direction and the right words to speak at that moment to handle their situation. So, yeah, I believe in that, that a person should definitely handle their situation, uh, them and God, and whatever that situation is, 
Um, you know, unless it's something else going on the way you have to jump in and actually help your, your spouse. So, like, if there's a whole crowd of people trying to beat your spouse up, that's a whole other situation. Oh, we're not having that. Okay? Yeah, we're going to jump in and we're going to fix this situation. But if it's a situation where, you know, they can handle this thing, then they should be able to handle it with God. And, and number one, a couple should be in a situation where they everybody fighting together and all that kind of craziness. That is just crazy right there, number one, okay? When you know who God is, you don't need to be fighting and hitting and doing all that stuff to people. You need to pray for folks and walk away. Walk away. I got these things here. Yes. No, no, no. I was just, it just, it just <laughs> yeah, came right that, that was my, we, that was my last yeah, two questions. Before we close, these five things that I was talking about is um, uh, really, it's more like just being honest up front. When you were getting. Oh, I thought you said I had something. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm, I'm going to talk about these real few, though. Okay. But I'm talking about being, okay. being honest, being up front in your relationship. Mm -hmm. So, some things that you should ask a person when you're talking about dating. Okay and you've been involved with this person for a while, you have a right to, have, before you even talk about marriage, you know, some things you need to share up front. You need to let your spouse or your fiancé know everything about you. Yes. You know, being honest. Oh, it is kind of rapid. Keeping, keeping secrets. Yes. But I, this, I wanted to ask. My number three was this. Did you, um, a question for couples, did you get what you asked God for? Or are you settling? Did you get when you prayed for this person? Did you get what you asked God for? Yeah. You know, and that's one of the questions I had. Yeah. What you um asked God for? Did you get it? Did in, you, in do your you, spouse? Your, right. You know. Do you do you do you feel like you received that? Right. Yeah. What you asked for? What you asked God for? What you what, prayed for? Whatever was on your list. Or did you settle? Yeah. Or did if, you, you settle? You know, because some people they are settled for like you know yeah you know. Involved with them, I didn't know you did this, or mm -hmm. I didn't know you act like that, or whatever. What I'm trying to say in the beginning, that's where communication come in. That's where getting to know to know a person, dating. That's where it's all you're supposed to find out everything. Yes, everything about this person before you talk about getting married. And my last one, I wanted to ask couples: Are you selfish in your finances? Mm. Are you selfish? Period. Or controlling? The marriage is not going to work if you're controlling or selfish. In Your any key. way, shape, or form. Yeah. And especially over your finances. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, anybody say anything on that? Yeah, well, not on that. But Trish was saying um, we all have to learn how to allow God to give us wisdom for any situation. That's true. That's right. Mm -hmm. Well, same way in your finances. If you're selfish in your finances, mm -hmm. you got to ask God to help you because now you're talking about becoming one with this person. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about becoming one with this person, you got to be open. You gotta be honest. Everything's gotta be put on the table. Yes. You know? Yes. And that's really the key. Mm -hmm. So tonight, you know, sit down, talk to one another, yes. communicate with one another because nobody can read your mind. Yes, that's right. So you need to know up front, this is what I wanted, this is what I prayed about. Yes. And this is how, you know, you're talking about being a father, or a husband, mm -hmm. or a wife. Yes. Whatever you ask God for, this is what you want this person you know, y'all got to get in the word. Yes. If he's not acting right or she's not acting right, get into your word. Pray about it. Pray. And watch how God change your life and change yes. your marriage. Yes. And, and, and make you become one and yes. ready for marriage. Why? Yes. We're spending time together. We're communicating. And we, most of all, we invited God into our life. Yes. Amen. Amen. Done. Done. Amen. Amen. Thank y'all so much for joining us tonight in the Marriage Cafe. Um, we are grateful. If you don't have um, my books or anything of mine, just go to dailymarriagewisdom.com, and you'll you you know that's where you can purchase uh, my book, a couple of couple of daily wisdom for your marriage. This book here, and um, and then we also have uh, marriage wisdom moments, um, thirty one days to a better marriage, which is really good. So if you don't have those, you can pick those up in my. Um, in my store, my online books, in my online store. Also, too, um, it's been great. Yes. Right. I think, pray that you've been blessed. Yes, we pray that you enjoyed the conversation. Yes. That is our main thing, and that you're getting something from the Marriage Cafe. You know, we don't want to just be showing up here on Sundays, and then you guys are not getting anything. So we pray that you're getting everything you need to enhance your relationship this week. Uh, we're going to pray out, and, um, and we're going to see you guys next week. And we just want to pray that you have a blessed week. So, yes, you need to pray? Yes.
Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you, Lord God, just thank you for this beautiful, blessed, wonderful, most glorious day that you have given us, Father God. Father, we just come to you thanking you, number one, for each and every couple and each and every person represented under the sound of our voice. Yes. Father, we speak blessings upon blessings upon blessings upon blessings in their lives for this week, Father God, and that whatever their plans are, Father God, whether it's to be married, whether you're, they're already married, Lord God, just bless it in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for them. We, do, Lord, I just ask that you just cover them by your blood all this week. We thank you that they joined us tonight, and we thank you, Lord God, that you are here and that you are in. You are number one in our marriage and in our lives, Father God. We thank you so much, and we thank you, Lord, for this broadcast tonight. And thank you, Lord, for just being here with us and keeping us and watching over us and protecting us. Lord, we love you and we bless you and we bless everyone right now that's under the sound of our voice. In Jesus', Jesus. mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Have a Amen. blessed week. We will see you guys here again on next Sunday at 6, okay? And make sure you share, share, and share. God bless. God bless y'all. We love you. We love y'all. Bye-bye.